Welcome to the You Can Be Unstoppable podcast. My name is Ewelina Szczeplewska, your host and certified hypnotherapist. In this podcast, I will share with you how to tap into the power of your subconscious mind. I intend to share with you how learning how to use the power of your subconscious mind can help you to create a successful and abundant life with ease, how to connect with yourself while fostering a healthy relationship with your body and mind. Tapping into the power of the subconscious mind will help you to learn how to manage your emotions, become more resilient and present in all of your relationships. Self-love and self-worth are the keys to the kingdom of success and abundance, to happy and healthy life on your terms. Hey, hey, welcome to another episode of You Can Be Unstoppable. Today I wanted to talk about what is the problem. Because so many people come to me thinking that they know what the problem is. And let me tell you, it rarely is. We all have something that we want to change. We all have something that we want to work on or something that doesn't work. I don't care where you are in your life, personally, financially, emotionally. There's always something that can change, be improved or work better. And perhaps that is your body. Perhaps it hurts. It twists and limps and ages. You can't see, you can't hear, you are overweight, you are too thin, you are struggling with, a, with an adrenal fatigue, with stress and your body is really not coping. There's always something. Perhaps it's your relationship, they don't work. And whether that is a relationship with yourself or with other people, you may be absent with yourself or your partner may be absent towards you. Maybe the partner is demanding and doesn't support you. Perhaps you don't support yourself. Maybe you are in an unloving relationship. Maybe you feel like you are walked all over. So whatever that is for you, perhaps it's your finances. Maybe they don't work and you work from a place of not enough. And even if you're making multiple six figures, There are people out there that regardless of how much they make, they still work from the place of not enough. Maybe the money go out faster than they come in. Maybe you feel like it's just a struggle. It's difficult to attract money. Maybe they just slipped through your finger. Or perhaps just your life doesn't work and you can't seem to please anyone or you please everyone else around it and it leaves you frustrated. Maybe you don't know what you want. Maybe you feel like you are not good enough. You don't have enough time. Maybe you feel like no one cares for you. 
you procrastinate, maybe perhaps um, nothing ever works out for you, maybe you feel like whatever you do, it's never right, or any variation of anything here. So when people come to me, they come with a presenting issue, with a presenting problem, that it causes them some level of frustration, and need to change, and perhaps they've done something about this, but for the most part, they've tried, and they don't know what else they can do. And they think they know what the problem is, but like I said, it rarely is. So as we start working together, I watch the expressions on their faces, I listen to the words they're saying, because they really reveal to me what is really going on, not what they think is going on. Because what they say and how they say it, it tells me what is hiding and is elusive to their awareness. Because our thoughts and words indicate our inner subconscious identity, that self-image, who we really are. So one of the exercises I ask my clients to do, and I highly encourage you to do as well, is to write five things you think that you should do. And when you finish writing those five sentences, and you can pause the audio to do that, and when you finish, I want you to finish those five sentences with because. And maybe you, you wrote, I should work more because I have to be perfect. Maybe your because is I'm afraid. Maybe you wrote, I should go on a diet because I'm too fat. I should lose some weight because I'm too whatever you want to put here. I'm too worthless. I'm not enough. Whatever your because is, the financial five sentences with because. So I should do what to do, fill the blank, and then because. And this exercise will really show you where you are stuck in your beliefs and stories. Because <clears throat> when we say should, in effect, what we are saying is, I'm wrong, I was told wrong, I'm going to be wrong. It is such a loaded word, should. And I think a better word that we could use here is could. So now reread or rewrite your sentences with if I really wanted to, I could. And whatever you watch. So reread or re write your sentences with, if I really wanted to, I could. And what was your, what were your shoots? 
And when you really think about it, when you really feel this, just changing the word from should to could puts a whole new meaning. And when you do that, now you can ask yourself, why haven't you? So let's say if I really wanted to, I could leave my well-paid job and start this business that I keep talking about it and I keep dreaming about it. And then ask yourself, why haven't you? And perhaps, sorry, and perhaps the answer is, I'm afraid. I don't want to. I'm not good enough. I don't know how. So why haven't you? Do the things that you could do and you think you want to. Because so often we beat ourselves with a very long stick for not doing something that we think we should. Even if that initial idea or thing that we think we should be doing it wasn't even our idea to start with and what i mean by this so many people are in careers or pursue careers even if they don't really want to even hate or it's zapping the energy out of them because the parents told them they should and you can see this often with careers like in teaching or police nursery lawyers doctors you know, their children become or go into the same profession because the parents are there and they were always told you should be doing this. Or I remember as a child, I was always told, or you know, you should go to those professions because they pay well and you're going to be respected and blah, blah, blah. Kind of taking out of equation what I really wanted to do or what really feels aligned to me, what I am called to do like that, that never was taken under account. And, and if you really think about it, life is simple. Because what we put out, what we give out, how we treat people, what, how we think and feel, gets back to us. So I want you to think about this. When we are very little children, we learn, we are being modeled how to think and feel, how to think and feel about ourselves, how to think and feel about life. And all of this forms our beliefs and stories that we have. And then we carry this into adulthoods and we recreate those beliefs and the things we've learned to feel and think as experiences. We recreate those based upon what we were modeled as children. So everything starts from you, from the self. And whatever your perceived problem is or you think it is it really boils down to you 
and me and everyone else there, I'm as guilty as anyone else, not loving ourselves. So let me explain. Some of the ways that we don't love ourselves and we don't really think that's, that is what it is, is we criticize ourselves endlessly. Because if you think about it, if you've got a little child in front of you, your little daughter or a niece or a nephew, and if they have done something wrong or they haven't quite learned something yet and they may, they maybe made a mistake, you wouldn't go out and criticize them and belittle them. You would encourage them to try again and you would say, that's okay, but we are doing this to ourselves. We mistreat our bodies with food, alcohol, and drugs. Because think about it, if, if you truly loved yourself, would you abuse yourself with some of the food that you eat or the amount of alcohol that you drink? You choose, or we choose as a collective, to believe we are unlovable. We are afraid to charge a decent price for our services. We create illnesses and pain in our bodies. We procrastinate on the very things that would benefit us. We live in chaos and disorder. We attract and tolerate lovers who belittle us. Those are all expression of not loving ourselves. We deny ourselves any good. When we deny ourselves any form of goodness, it's, it's an act of not loving ourselves. And we need to consider this. Lack of self-worth is another sign of not loving ourselves. So to give you an example, Perhaps your partner comes from work tired and grouchy. And your immediate story, the thinking, the feeling that you go to is, oh my God, what have I done wrong? Perhaps your marriage ends and you immediately go to, you are a failure. But perhaps a better way of thinking about it is like this relationship just run its course. You've outgrown that relationship. It's not a failure. You've just learned what you need to learn from each other. Because it's the meaning and interpretation of the stories that we tell ourselves that makes all the difference. Perhaps you are afraid of intimacy. So you allow... You're not allowing anyone to get close. And you engage in casual, anonymous sex because it feels like you see you, but actually that further undermines that self-worth. Or you're struggling to make any decisions because you are sure that it will be wrong because you're using past experiences as a justification. So ask yourself, how do you express your lack of self-worth? Because let me tell you, I haven't seen tiny baby out there 
I am yet to see one who's not loving towards itself. All the babies love themselves. They love the bodies, the wrinkles, the, the fat. They're going to cry as long as they need to, to get your attention, to get the love and affection they need and crave and want. But then what happens is, as we grow, we start to listen to all the adults around us, the parents, the grandparents and uncles and anyone that speaks to us and anything that we hear, who learned how to be fearful, who learned how to work from the place of lack and not enough. And we start to deny our own magnificence. We start to deny that we are enough as we are. So I invite you to do another exercise. I want you to stand in front of the mirror, look yourself deeply in your eye, take a moment, take a brief in, put a hand on your heart, look yourself in the eye and say, I love and accept myself exactly as I am. Have you done it? Have you crunched? Did you feel uncomfortable? I was a breeze. Because so, so many people struggle with this. And if you struggled with this, then unfortunately, most likely, you really struggle with loving yourself. Because what most people do, the first thing when they look in the mirror in the morning, they're not saying, good morning, gorgeous, how are you today? They look in the mirror and say, oh my God, you look terrible today. Oh my God, look, those wrink look at those wrinkles. Oh my God, look at this tired face. We belittle ourselves. So as you see the problem you think that you have, whether that is procrastination in the form of self-sabotage, people-pleasing, not looking after your body is really not the real problem. The real problem is not loving yourself, but feeling like you're not good enough. So when we criticize ourselves, most likely there is some form of feeling not good enough. If we are insecure, there is a form of not enough. If you're struggling with weight, usually it's linked to fear and the need to be protected. And I can't tell you that this is exactly your problem because we are all very different and it really depends what kind of meaning and interpretations our mind attached to events and situations, things that were modeled to us and things that we've experienced. So it's all very unique to you. So I can't tell you for sure that that is you. That is generally the pattern. So I highly encourage you to look within because the problem you think you have is not the real problem. And if you think, hell yeah, I want to tackle this and really finish the 2023 because, oh my God, we're like at the end of April on a high note. 
and finally solve the presenting issue that you have, whether that is with yourself, with your partner, with the business, with your career, whatever that is for you, just get in touch. Because looking within can really shift and transform you in ways that you can't even think possible right now. So if you want to book a consultation, there will be a link in the description of the podcast and I will see you next week. Thank you for listening. If you found value in this podcast, I would like to ask you to leave a positive review explaining how this episode helped you to improve your life. I ask you to do this because this will help all the people to improve their lives as well. Share and spread the love all around you. Raise your vibrations to improve your life. If you would like more transformational content like this, connect with me on Instagram. You can find a link in the description of this podcast and I'll see you over in the next episode.